welcome to the Golden Rob Podcast, bringing you some of the latest and greatest Pokemon news and a few laughs along the way. Before we begin, you can jump around the podcast by using the timestamps in the description below. If you're a regular and you're wondering why I flipped that around, it's because I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by fellow Pokemon enthusiast Connor. But this week, we're also joined by Dusty Go-Goat and Soul Silver Art. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Hey guys, we're we're definitely thrilled to be here today. Uh, me and Soul are two-thirds of Hidden Power, a Pokemon podcast. Um, the other our other co-host is not here. Uh, that is Zach from the Lumios Post. Uh, wish he could be here. We're gonna, you know, send in some love. So we are here this week to talk about leaks because we have had a very firm stance on the God of Rob podcast that we will not be discussing leaks. However, I know that you two do a podcast where you discuss a lot of things about leaks, and it just it just seemed to be the right time because we have had some information dropped. On accident, it seems, uh, over at one of the uh, Pokemon video game competition tournaments where we have had a bit of information leaked about two brand new moves that I don't think they meant to yes. release these. It yes. seems seems like it was a complete accident in some kind of team building uh, format where you can see the sprites, you can see the Pokemon, the moves and things like yeah. that. It's very uh, exciting. Yes. I, I see, Connor. You you guys really had us on as punching bags. That's why we're here today, right? That's it. Fully, fully. We we <laughs> like. I I when Ben turned around to me and was like, mm, "I really don't like leaks." I was like, "Do you know what? There's two guys who we should get on here, and we can tear into them, and it's going to be great." No, a- absolutely not. Um, let's 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 do this first. Yes, we're going to get into the news. We have, as Ben said, made it clear on this podcast. We're not the biggest fan of leaks. We don't we don't share them here. Because we 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 want our audience to feel safe. Mm. Now, obviously, you guys have a different audience, an audience who very much go out of the way to look for that. Dusty, you've got your own channel, which has very much blown up during this hype season. And Soul, your Twitter is like one of the go-to for leak speculation and analysis. Would you agree on that? Right. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So clearly, leaks work really well for you guys. Now... I, I think I just want to get this out of the way. Like, f- like leaks are fun, right? In my mind, my stance is if it's a credible leak, because there's two types of leaks, right? Mm-hmm. There's leaks that people Agreed. call leaks that are really just rumors that are just like fun wish list ideas. I even perpetuate some of those. I'll think of something that's fun, post it on Twitter, and then everyone thinks it's a leak. It's not a leak. I'm not an insider. I say many times I'm not an insider. I, I need a fan. I, so that's what is it? I've got to jump in on that because, like Twitter, I'm now in your algorithm. Whenever there you, you whenever you tweet, I'm getting to it. And sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, that makes deceived. sense. And so you and just get scarlet and violet confirmed. Cat, sun, horse, diamond, <laughs> lizard, bacteria. <laughs> so, I'm like, what is this? Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to know what that is? I mean, let me just finish yes, my point, yes. and then we can go okay. back to that. Yeah. We can go back to quote unquote my leaks. Um, so that the one type of leak that people I think hate are rumors and wish list mm. that people think are real but they're obviously not right and i and there is a place for those i think right i just think it's like it's like a a different way to format speculation i'm all about speculation i think it is the lifeblood of what is keeping pokemon alive for 25 30 years right like it's it's the fun it's the speculation it's like what's gonna happen next right that's the first thing then 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 there's real leaks where we have credible people credible people in the community trickling out information over time 
They build credibility, right? And everything else that these people have said has been accurate. So in my, I look at those things, those are leaks and you can disagree and you can say that, oh, well, they're not good. Maybe they have negative effects. But to me, if it's credible, um, I think it is just as valid as an official reveal. And that's kind of how I want to frame this conversation. Um, but I, I don't know. What, what do you think, Sol? I mean, I yeah, I pretty much agree with you, which is we're on the same team here. So okay. that's yeah, that's true. We're going to ditto. Win. We're going to There's no winning and losing. It's an open discussion. <laughs> there is no bug no guy here. Team. There is no bug guy. No, not okay, at all. Good, I, know, I don't want to make that clear. Like we don't. We don't disagree with your stance point, mm. um, at least from where I, because I know, Ben, when you, we were leading up to Scarlet and Violet, yeah. you avoided everything. Oh, yes. You didn't want spoilers for at all. No. I love like, that. Like, Whereas, how far? I want, I want to know, like, how much did you not? Well, to the point where he'd never heard of you because you were one of the first people he blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Like, like honestly, I'm, I'm absolutely amazed how little was spoiled for me. To be quite honest with you, I and and like my my three main Pokemon channels that I get news from are Reddit, Twitter, and YouTube. And let's be honest with you, two of them are an absolute nightmare for leaking things, and you're not even looking for the leaks. So the fact that I managed to get to the launch of Gen Nine and basically had nothing spoiled was a was fantastic. Really enjoyed it. I well, love I will... that so much. I wish I had the willpower because that kind of brings me, I think the, I mean, can I ask you like, how have mm. you done that kind of, have you done that kind of thing and, and kept yourself uh, kind of in the dark for every Pokemon release? So it's quite strange actually, because I dropped off of Pokemon. So when, when I used to play it when I was young, the internet wasn't really a thing. So there wasn't a way to get spoilt on things. And then I took a break from Pokemon. So by the time I came back into Pokemon, I was coming into it just as the Gen 8 cycle was starting up where it was starting to be promoted and information was being dropped. But I wasn't completely engrossed in the community. So I wasn't out there looking for it. So this is like the first generation that's been released where I could have been spoiled on things things could have been leaked and one of the reasons i avoid leaks is because uh huge fan of the marvel films and i went through a phase where i would love to deep dive listen to the rumors try and find leaks and most of the time i just found myself disappointed because what i'd had built up in my head was better than what ended up being on screen. And it's one of the things that I was worried about with Pokemon because we know Pokemon, unfortunately, <laughs> usually what they kind what they what they could do is always better than what they do do. And I didn't want to go down the that route with the leaks of oh this this is coming in Gen 9. Oh they've got these new types of Pokemon, these new gimmicks and then none of it was true. So I just yeah, decided to, to That's fair. That's very fair. To I, I, I identify with that a lot because I, I felt a very similar thing, I would say, mm. maybe like 2000, pretty much the, the, with the sequel trilogy of the Star Wars. Uh, oh, uh, yes. The, this, the Disney era of, oh, yeah. of Star Wars. I felt the exact same thing where I was listening to all the podcasts, all the YouTube videos, getting into the lore or getting into the speculation, the leaks. And it, it really, it really, it missed my expectations. And I felt... I, you know, then you have to go through these waves of like, do I like it? Do I not like it? I don't like this, whatever, whatever. Um, I will say, I think the Pokemon, I think a video game like Pokemon is a lot different than a single movie that's like 
you know, two hours of content, right? Like a movie can add a lot to, can like really shift um, existing lore. It can retcon things. It can like impact the future of the franchise totally. But I think with a game like Pokemon, it's kind of like a, a sandbox, right? So even if we don't get everything that we want, it inspires a whole generation of, you know, artists to, and, you know, people to make new types of, let's say, paradox Pokemon. Um, but then also like every single playthrough that you have, every time you turn on a Pokemon game, um, there's something new to experience. Uh, so I, I do think, I, I think there's a separation there. I think, I think, uh, the disappointment is a different type of disappointment. So if I can jump in on that one, you talk about the experience there of Pokemon. Now that's to clarify where I come from. I followed all the leaks through Scarlet and Violet. I was a big follower of your Twitter soul. It was reading your analysis every oh, single week thanks. was amazing. <laughs> but Facts. I didn't want to share that because what I found was it was very hard to avoid. You know, you'd go onto YouTube mm -hmm. and it'd be the first recommended thing in your feed is something with a leaked, uh, a leaked image in the thumbnail. And it's like, yeah, that's not, that's good. for some people who don't want to see it. That's not okay. If you've done it by choice, fair enough. But it almost seems like we have to work backwards. It's like, oh, well, you've got to see people who are leaking stuff and then mute them yourself and go through the rigmarole of doing that. Um, so that's kind of the issue I have with it. Not necessarily that it happens. It's there for some people to enjoy it. And I love that. And I love the community that builds up around it and the speculation that comes with it. But it's very hard to avoid, I think. And I, to the point where we've all sat here and gone, I'm really, I'm really surprised Ben made it all the way through. Right. Um, yeah, I, so about that, like, for me, I I want to, like, keep, uh, like, a good amount of my followers. I don't want people blocking me, like, uh, <laughs> like we've heard here today. So, um, a lot of times, I've, I've tried my best to make a way for it to be as, like, uh, what's the right word to say here? Just, like, not as obvious, you know, that it's actually a leak or, or just not say all the details. Or I will, like... Uh, tag it as a spoiler and so everyone that doesn't want to see it doesn't have to see it if they have those things um muted you know um yeah that that was a really lovely thing that i did see the community do very early on is just go right we all agree hashtag sv leaks mm -hmm. that's the muted term mm -hmm. everybody agree okay good yeah the only problem you run into is where does you know like some people define these things as like i don't want to see a single thing about the game like yeah. nothing i don't I, some people don't even watch the trailers you know so yeah. i it's mm -hmm. like there's a line that i don't know exactly where it is so some things i'll say and i'll be like this isn't really a leak you know this is this is like common knowledge for everyone but sometimes yeah. that's not exactly true and what i find is people draw that line just below their own ethics yep. <laughs> yeah so it's you're, so for you're me right. like we're going we're going to talk about like what I, we would refer as an official leak today. You know, it came mm -hmm. through an official source. RK9 mm -hmm. Labs accidentally put this thing in. It's technically a leak for yeah. what could be upcoming in the game. But we think it's okay. If it's in a trailer, it's okay. So there, there are lines drawn, and those lines are completely arbitrary. Exactly. Which is why I don't think you can really get that up in arms about it. The way I yeah. define a leak is if it's story-related. Right, I guess you could say ah, story re story related yeah. or, or a new Pokemon. I, I could see obviously. I think a, a new Pokemon reveal is something that a lot of people would want to experience for the first time in game, the way it's intended to be experienced. So I, I totally understand that. Uh, but for me, it's it's really just story. 
for me, the Pokemon, I want to know them. If there if there's an official image of a Pokemon and it's out there, why to me, why would I want why would so, I not want to know that? I guess that's a really good point because because what I guess what is the difference between the Pokemon company releasing a trailer for, you know, or, or not releasing a trailer. Yeah. They've done plenty of that. Yeah. <laughs> Opposed to somebody who manages to stumble upon it. Like what what is the difference? And the difference is, I guess, <laughs> presentation and the actual who 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 has posted it. Because there could be some people, you're absolutely right, that, you know, might be really frustrated that they want to go in blind to this game and then the they they just happen to be subscribed to the Pokemon channel. And they've dropped a trailer, and in the thumbnail is a brand new Pokemon. And for them, that it might be really frustrating. So I completely take Connor's point that, like, you can't really draw a line because it's different for everyone, and it it's re- it is re- it is really difficult. I mean, I still have no idea how I managed to make it through without. It really is impressive that you. Know, yeah, I honestly, I, honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't know, but like, it's even things like. This is this is where I'm, I'm. I guess I'm coming around on the idea of leaks. To be quite honest with you, because they're fun, of, man. They're a lot of it, fun. Well, well, we'll get into that later, but yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's like when I was playing through um, through the Pokemon uh, through Gen Nine, and I was jumping into Terror Raids, and I was way behind everyone else. So I'm jumping into Terror Terror Raids with like a Paldean Whooper, and people are throwing out the legendaries. They're throwing yes. out the evolutions of the starters, and like I'm there. And to be fair, my first thought seeing those pokemon wasn't oh i'm really frustrated that i've seen them it was okay how do i get that pokemon where do i find it and then going down that route of speculating of okay is that the evolution of of one of the starters and if so how how do i get it and i found that quite fun to be honest and, with you yeah and and that actually is a really good point because it's like even even though you're not being it's like you're not being leaked online you're being mm. leaked in a some way you could call that a leak in game, right? You're being you're being spoiled. Maybe that's the better term. You're being yeah. spoiled. I think you make a game. good. I think the point was made though. It's it's presentation. Now I will argue that because we saw um, Farigaraf early. Yeah. It was yeah. one of the earliest ones ever revealed. Shout out, Kaka. And I remember seeing the, I remember seeing the picture and being like, Ugh, not sure about that one. But as soon as I saw it in game, moving, saw the animations with it. Suddenly, it feels like a very different Pokemon. I'm experiencing it rather than just seeing it. Of course. It's the same as if you've ever, like, I I make the argument that there's some movies that I've watched and there's some movies that I've just seen. It's been on in the background Mm -hmm. and they're very different experiences, one of which I have engaged with it and the other one is just, like, it's very passive. And that's what I feel like I get with a lot of leaks is this case of, oh, well, I've seen it now. and And it's dampened that first reaction that i'm gonna have it's like an iceberg um, i think like because for me and soul i guess i don't want to speak for soul but for for me it it's not that it's not that shallow the presentation isn't always that shallow because for us you see that that single image right and it might be a little janky but then you go down you read a twitter thread then you read another twitter thread then you hop on a discord and have a whole conversation with your friends and then a you know a, an incredible artist like Subarashi will like draw another depiction of what that Pokemon could look like, right? And that goes on for months at a time until it's actually officially revealed. So for like us, yep. I, I do agree that, you you know, it's like you are limited to what it could actually be because you're only seeing a glimpse of it. But I guess, yeah, it, it can go deeper. It's like, a, it's like st- stairs or something. It's like stepping stones. Like we're, 
we spend all our time kind of like speculating and thinking about just that one particular little like terrible image. That's that's kind of how it is, you know. <laughs> it's not just like oh, this is it. That's it. It's over. It's done. It's like, oh no, we didn't really see. We know that we didn't see it at its full potential. So we're like, yeah. okay, what what else is there to this? What does it connect to? You know, like we just keep digging deeper into it and we get ridiculous. Like, I don't know how many comments on Twitter I get daily about just like, this is dumb. This is ridiculous. You're just making up stuff. I'm like, yes, I am making up stuff. It's true. I'm like yeah. just speculating for fun. I'm having fun doing this. Yeah, um, sorry. How dare you? So, yeah. <laughs> How dare you have fun? How dare you enjoy this Pokemon? And I think yeah, a lot of this, at least in this particular league cycle, I don't really know what the cause was, but the but the the trend that I saw was that, you know, the Pokemon company purposefully kept, you know, in limited what they actually officially revealed. And again, I don't think there's necessarily a causation because the games are selling very well. Um, But that, you know, not having news for a month is agonizing. And what keeps. Oh, I agree. And what keeps us alive, like, you know, no offense to you guys, but like there are there are shows if you like you guys (laughs) like this amazing (laughs) podcast, Golden Rock Podcast. (laughs) There, there There are shows that will only cover official news and that's fine and that's great. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, but there's things that are like, we know are in the game. We don't know totally everything about them, but we know that this will be in the game. To me, I'm like, that's news. I would want to talk about that. Right? To me, I'm like, okay, so, I'm compelled to, to dig deeper. So where, where do you draw that line then? Where, where does your, this is credible, kick in? Uh, Riddler coup. I, I, it's, yep. you know, the Ben Affleck leak, right? If, if something gets posted and there's a bunch of info... And, you know, it's just a wish list until one of them is right. And then you then you got to go, okay, well, let's watch it. Oh, another thing got revealed. That's right as well. Uh, At this point, Riddler Koo has, he got BDS. Proved himself since Sun and Moon, right? Uh, Since Sun and Moon. Moon. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's an interesting uh, question for sure. I think it takes a lot of verification. Like, I don't consider anything an actual leak. Like everyone always says leaks, but it's rumors. It's just rumors for a long time. Um, you ne- you have to like back it up. I go searching. I go digging for like, is this a credible leak or is it just like somebody made this up? You know, or it's sometimes you don't find that and you just leave it as speculation. Um, you know, Ku has proven himself over the past year, especially um, to have like near perfect information. There's other people out there. There's other leakers that, you know, do other things that work with the company or for the company and whatever they just they end up posting something like big dummies but that's how so you know. i will say the the riddler is a lot of fun like i i followed a lot of his stuff and it's it's interesting because again what he'll give you is snippets so that you can kind of maybe work out something true yeah which is great i love it and what was interesting during this cycle is you had riddler who was doing basically all the work up until one point where another leaker showed up on the scene and within about three days we had half the decks yeah that was a good week yeah that wow. was a, so you consider that a good week See, no it was interesting that was a bad no, no, no. <laughs> all right okay uh, yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember we were we were recording we were recording episodes and i was like i was like at the beach on vacation but we were still recording and we were like what the heck is happening it was chaotic it was exciting, but yeah, looking back, it was pretty, it, it, it made the rest of the season kind of dark and bleak because it was, like, it was, right, well, now it was miserable for me. Like I, <laughs> I was going to bring it up when you brought up the picture of Frigoraf. Um, 
like that whole situation is completely different to what like I enjoy. I enjoy the speculation. I enjoy, you know, like trying to figure these things out. That's with Riddler coup. It's, it's amazing because it's like a game, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Um, mm. This it's like a game preparing you for the game, you know? So it, yeah. it's awesome. Um, but that type of leak is awful. That was just like, this is everything all at once, you know, no anticipation. This is more about like what you were talking about um, earlier. Just it's there. We've seen it. It's over. You know, we, we yeah. have like four months to go. <laughs> and that's the kind of thing that, where it's like where the presentation does matter, right? Because mm. if like if 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 someone is giving us riddles and there's anticipation and there's excitement, you can still be let down. But and again, it's like this whole conversation really is about this one particular riddler in general, right? Like obviously it hasn't been like this forever, but yeah, the presentation does matter, and oh, it, and it, it, I I like the riddles. It definitely does, and actually, like I I think the thing that I'm realizing is there's there's a common thread in both of them and it's almost the build up and it's almost yeah. the the excitement and knowing that the game is x amount of you know x months out and whether or not you are into rumor speculation and leaks or whether or not like me you just you just follow the the actual sort the true source I guess if you if you want to use that word but both camps would be equally frustrated if they're a getting nothing or they get everything and then it's oh now i've got to wait two months because like the most of the pokedex has been spoilt or they've released a trailer that shows absolutely everything and i don't have any questions left does make me wonder with the you know the, the speculation and and things like that like how do you how do you stop yourself from literally going down every nook and cranny to find every single bit of information? You must have some some restraint not to do that, right? No, 100%. once it's a, you <laughs> have do. restraint, I have zero. I have right? restraint. I have full. I'm I'm like the. <laughs> it's funny because I've come into like you know my some some information myself, and I am like the worst person to have information because I. I don't want everybody to know. I don't want to know everything myself. I want I want like a slow drip of information. You know like and I was going to bring this up. It is that anticipation. I wish that the Pokémon company would do it that way. I know a lot of people hated mm-hmm. the Sun and Moon promotional uh like cycle. And I I didn't hate it. I, it was a lot. It was a lot. Just a little less and I think it would have been perfect. Like they were just constantly dropping a little hints of things. This is the best Maybe summer of my life. Maybe not full reveals. That's what it felt yeah. like. like every, not full every, reveals. Every week we'd get like new concept art, new Pokemon, new lore. We're like, what's going on? This is going to be the best game of all time. Um, yes. And yet what's hilarious is one of the biggest standouts from Sun and Moon was the start of Final Evolutions leaking on, yeah. is it 4chan that yeah. that went to? Right. Yeah. So it's something like that. It's like, that's awesome. That's okay. That's three Pokemon. Like, I'm yeah. okay with three Pokemon leaking. That's awesome. I, I, and it was I official to art that. too. Like, yeah. I feel like with that, Going back to presentation, maybe that's the through line of the episode. Like, if you have concept art, you can see the full scope of what this Pokemon is capable of. It's still 2D, right? It's not, but it's like, that's straight from the designers. Yeah. And the thing is, is weirdly enough, Star Evos is one of those, I think, yeah. a lot of people go looking for. Like, even day one, you buy the game, I'm going to come home yes. and look at the Star yes. Evos to figure out which one I want to pick. Yeah. Um, it's It's 
but like as i said i followed all the leaks all the way through and then like three days before the whole decks went online and at that point i was like all right time to mute everything yeah that was... because that's that's too much that's like sudden. that's a whole nother topic because that happens basically every time now with the, with the yeah. data mines they just the game drops online and that's it everyone sees everything like you're the first two weeks or yeah before pre-launch two weeks before you're like okay it's gonna all leak now it's but it's mm. gonna happen yeah yeah I, that's before, just expected maybe we mm. can move on to that but i just want to include one thing um like i think the pokemon company has actually been tr- been playing around with uh riddles of some sort right like I, i'm thinking of the graphi reveal they gave us yep. And and there's a there's a flaw here that I think, um, but they give what what the Pokemon company did is they gave us an image on Instagram and all those different social platforms showing these trees with the rings and the bullseyes, um, and then then it was like a day later, then they revealed Grafii. Um, the thing that I think they should have done was let that mm. sit for like a week. Sol and I have talked about this. I loved hearing people's concepts who didn't already know what. Grafai I was because Sol and I in the league community were able to like we already knew what Grafai I was or or I guess we knew that there was going to be like mm. a lemur that painted or something like that. But okay. But what I loved was that the people who weren't familiar with that with that information when they saw the official uh, when they saw this official tease, people were thinking like, oh, is it a Smeargle regional form? Right. I like for a for a split second I thought, oh, bullseyes. Maybe there's like a Maybe this has to do with Tauros, right? That's a really shallow like initial thought. But like I, I, I liked seeing people speculate about things that could be real, even though we knew what it actually already was so gonna just, be. Go cool. See, no, go on, Connie. Go on. Sorry. Thank you. Uh um it's it's funny that you bring that one up because I really like mm-hmm. the Grafii trailer because again, in the first one, they show us just enough to get everybody interested, mm-hmm. and then they reveal it all in the next one. Great. Unlike oh, I was Iono's trailer, so, yes, yes. We, are, we are agreed. I despised <laughs> because it's like we're gonna play guess the Pokemon, which you it. can't possibly guess because nobody's seen yeah, it yet. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that was I think, awful. I think you actually actually make a really good point, Salt, about the the Pokemon. Now that you bring it up, yes, I think you're right that the Pokemon Company definitely are going down this route of okay, how do we? tease pokemon that leads to discussion because obviously there's a benefit to them because if more people are discussing it searching for it well then it helps it helps their company in terms of you know more hits on the website and whatever it might be um so i think you are absolutely spot on that they are doing more riddles and the the iono one was a great example of where they've done it terribly because what have you actually got to go on from that video and don't get me wrong, you've got an annoying streamer that just makes you want to just quit YouTube, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you've got an argument against you voice actually acting in Pokemon. thinking about it. You actually, yeah. you actually are. <laughs> Pretty much. So do we think, because obviously they've played around with this idea, and there are people like yourselves out there that do enjoy the riddles and figuring it out. Do we think then that this is a a stance that the Pokemon company is going to lean more into? And if so, what if what if effect the, will that have on the spoiler slash leaking community? I guess. I mean, I'm I'm okay with it going away. <laughs> I'm I'm actually okay with it if it was like an equivalent to what we have with like 
leaks now, I would be okay with it. I'm, there's always going to, it's always going to be there no matter what. But um, I, I definitely think that if they know about Riddler Koo, and I'm pretty sure they do, if they've been following him and see how many followers he has, like, they could be thinking about, hey, we can do the same thing. Why don't we just do the same thing? I don't know. I don't have too much faith in the marketing team. At this oh, point. no. I, uh, yeah. Sorry, Agreed. Pokemon. So, I, love you. I love you guys, but the, your marketing team, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So question for you then. Coup, inside job or yeah, not? Yeah, that was... That was I know. That, I, Dusty, Dusty thinks so, I think, but I, I, I know. I, no way. It feel, I don't know. I just... I don't know. I, I go back and forth. I feel like... There's two things. Either he's an inside job and it's just that that's what it is. Or he's not an inside job. And I think the, the it's like it's like I feel like if he was an inside job, the Pokemon company would want him to be separate. Like they would want to create like distance between him and the company and the branding of Pokemon. Um, see, maybe I'm just like trying to draw connections because he is. I I think the Riddler is like super problematic, right? Like he's says a ton of weird things a lot of weird things. yeah agreed um it, and it, it was it was kind of hard to follow sometimes yeah it definitely is. like, it definitely like is. we all we all know the puppy scenario thing it's yeah. like okay what's this yeah. is weird by nature though it's like that it's it's all yeah. a cover-up it's a cover-up okay. to keep him safe you know people don't get it that it's just all to make him seem like he's some crazy person that so the pokemon company will be like uh, he's never gonna do anything or say anything like that because the Pokemon Company have cracked down on people in the past. Like, mm-hmm. They have completely shut down people's Twitter accounts. They've yep. come after them legally. And yet there are some people who get away with it still. And, and again, I think that comes down to the fact that, you know, they're not posting photos. They're not giving direct hardline information. This is exactly what you're going to see. It is playing games with it a little bit. It is leaving up to... Well, this is just a speculation, honestly, yeah. kind of, maybe, not really. Like, a lot of the stuff that I post on Twitter, I started doing because there were people who, like, claimed to be, like, an actual leaker, and I was like, that's hilarious. And then I was like, what if I just start tweeting things in the same format as Riddler Koo? Um, and and I and now I'm like, oh, okay, this is literally what Riddler Koo is doing. And Soul does the same thing. Soul will, Soul will like, take something from, uh, like, a credible source and then be like, and then like twist it and be like, he'll put a riddle on a riddle. Okay. And I feel okay. like we try to play into it a little bit. And yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even have a point. Just, it's, yeah, it's, 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 fun. Fun. it's fun. So, so is it, it's, it's maybe, now getting to that point where if you're not part of the community, it's, it's like memes. Mm, you kind of need to yes. know where it starts to know what you're reading. Look at that. Almost. I yeah. Like that. That, that, that's, that's a good. Point. I, I, I really do like that analogy there. And so, I, I do have to think about the the Pokemon company. Th- this all benefits them ultimately. Like people discussing yeah. the the you know not so much leaks, but the the speculation and almost the speculation of the speculation because they they are flat out not leaking. And like for for me thinking about it, if I I, I don't follow Riddler Koo. Um, however, if I could follow this person and think, okay, I'm safe from leaks because technically he's not leaking or spoiling anything. It is more just basically what happened with the Pokemon refi- reveal of, um, um, who was it? Giraffei. Giraffei? Um, Giraffei. Like, Giraffei. I really enjoyed that and trying to figure it out. And it was the first time where actually after a little bit of Google searching, 
I was like, I'm pretty confident. I, I kind of know what this Pokemon might look like. And then, Connor, you released a video, didn't you, not long after that to, to break it down mm-hmm. even further. But in my mind, I'm, I'm suddenly thinking, well, what's the difference between that and the hard line that I placed on myself at the very start of, I, I'm not going to spo- you know go into spoilers or leaks, when actually it sounds like, you know, go, go, uh, Dusty and, um, and Soul, you're pretty much just doing the same thing as the Pokemon company, but, you know, not on an official Pokemon channel. Like what? what? So, so the question, is, I, like this question, I'm like, I'm thinking out loud here. The question I'm asking myself is like, what is wrong with that? What's the problem? What's the exactly. problem? And now I'm suddenly thinking, well, actually, no, there's, there's not really a problem. Like, don't get me wrong. If somebody like flat out on YouTube posted a screen grab of, okay, this is the, uh, you know, the full revealed Pokedex. Yes, I would have a problem with that. But if someone is just putting out cryptic tweet tweets here and there, like. That's part of the fun, right? Bingo. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think <laughs> I think especially it. with like Riddler, one of the most blatant ones we got was the day of the Lechonk reveal. He literally posted a picture of a pig wow. with like, eyeliner. Yeah. Well, he go- which which is one of those which means nothing until you see uh, what it means, and then you go, ah, right. Yeah. Fair so enough. so I mean, so the the day of the I think it was the day of the Legends RC's reveal. He like literally like an hour or two before the first trailer where we were going to see like the starters um he posted like i, I think he just posted emojis depicting what the final starters wow. were going to be and then he did the same thing for the scarlet and violet reveal trailer where it was like i think it was like crocodile flame water bird and then it was like cat question mark um, okay which some, something like that it was literally like 2 hours before we actually found that out officially okay i'm going um, it's because he like knows fun. he knows how to pace himself, unlike other leakers that we've seen. It's like that was the day of them revealing it. He's not going to post it like months before. Just be like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what you're getting like three months from now. You know, yeah. it's I hated the whole thing of like having to wait that that long <laughs> and knowing everything. So I will I'll uh, play into what you were talking about um, with that there being nothing wrong with that Grafii reveal thing. What happened in that specific scenario was there was something wrong with that. Everybody already knew about the II spray painting Pokemon that was coming. And that was because of this other leaker that just jumped on the scene and dropped everything. We already, we knew so much. Nobody knew about that little lemur for months before that. And then like probably a week before it came out, it was leaked along with a bajillion other Pokemon. Um, and that that was disappointing to me because like Dusty said, like we saw all of the um, speculation on it for the people that didn't know about it. But the majority of the leak community already knew about it. That leak did not come from Koo, that, that whole thing. We didn't know anything about uh, the II. So that, that was an issue. Yeah, so sometimes so, I wonder like how many people, how many Pokemon fans, like whatever that... Whatever, whatever that, however big that is, right? How many of those people are actually like aware of leaks or keep up with leaks? Because we literally might be like 0.2% of the population or something. Uh, th- those of us who even follow the hype season are mm. part of the minority. Yeah. In, in all reality. So one thing I was going to ask is there were two things that, you know, the leak community knew months before it was ever revealed in official trailers or in game. 
One was the Paradox Pokemon, and the other one was the so-called Regional Fakes. Yes. That was exciting. So, so this is the thing, right? It, and it comes down to that kind of... Would Pokemon have benefited from revealing that earlier? Did you guys enjoy having that early access to it? Considering that you've already said that having information early and then having nothing to do with it for months can be a bit grating. How did that feel for you? Every reveal, I'll let Soul talk, but every reveal trailer, I was like, okay, they're going to release Paradox. They must release Paradox because this is one of the coolest things that could ever be in the game. Right. I mean, technically they did. They, when they, they did, they gave us oh, yeah, two. Yeah, like a week mm. before. The right game. at the very end. Yeah. So Which how, made sense. It's like so their hype thing. So how long did you know? Because the, the, the first, um, like, X... Most of everything was like in June or July. So you knew you knew yeah, I can about give you, I can give you, a brief, you knew about the Paradox Pokemon that early. I I can give you like a brief timeline basically of it. The the oh, our fakes or the convergent ones, they that was originally leaked by Koo. Um and that was way more fun, more specul speculative. You know, we we had no idea like what in the world they were. We were actually thinking like robotic Pokemon because they were fake, you know? Oh yeah. Al already we were thinking about that. And which then there is was funny the because question about the Terrastal Pokemon. Like we were like, yeah. oh, are they going to get a third type? Is is there going to be a set type that they become? Are they going to change forms? Is it going to be like Megas? Like that went wild. We we so also had the Quaquavel uh, yeah. crystallized yes. picture, yep. didn't we? Yeah. So that, sorry, that sorry. was all before that still. Like we were... It was very early. It must have been May that he originally leaked it. And it was just a riddle. It wasn't like, you know, this is yeah. it's an R fake. We don't even know what that is. So then in July, when everything leaked from the new leaker, that was a completely different story. And I really wish that he hadn't leaked the Paradox Pokemon. Because I know that Ku had like a whole plan. He had like a planned out thing that he posted, which was like in October or something, he was going to riddle the Paradox Pokemon, not like reveal every single one and he had no plan to like reveal every single pokemon either he was like there's too many it's gonna be fun for you to find out for yourself um that's cool he he's just like a real pokemon fan the, the other guy just dropped everything because he just didn't care i there's just this is more about clout than yeah, anything else I don't, well i don't know about clout i have no I, I that person was an enigma to be honest like i, I have no idea they just they didn't get followers and get anything out of it they just like so that that's where i think okay and again i'm not trying to be mr conspiracy theory uh but like i don't know i'm like if ku's not if ku is not an inside job kaka definitely could be that guy like literally had he got nothing from it right? yeah but there was nothing good to what he did like for the pokemon company especially sure they, but it was the but like this is assuming that that he was part the, of the pokemon company maybe that's what the pokemon the company question for me then is is did he get nothing from it, followers, subscribers, whatever it might be, because he was unproven, and therefore he got he got a court date. Really? Got. <laughs> 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 no, I okay. I don't know, but I bet he's he's uh who he, knows he, he disappeared wow. as soon okay. as he arrived. Okay. Yep, that is interesting. Then who knows that, what happened to me? I hope he to never me, comes if back. Someone <laughs> appears, drops stuff, and then vanishes. That almost screams. Okay, that that was somebody who wasn't meant to have that information and therefore the company is trying to protect their their assets that what whatever the, the the term is yeah it was kind of like that it took him a little while to disappear but it did eventually happen he 
Well, he, he disappeared about three times, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, more more than that. <laughs> he just kept. <laughs> he had a really good strategy. I hope nobody follows it, but it's it's a good one if you wanted to do it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So something else we were talking about earlier was like the responsibility for like content creators. I guess you could say on whether or not they like what what should their role be with leaks, right? Um, I think there's definitely people who just like put out outright leaks like images or whatever um and i I definitely so i'll just speak for myself i think i try to walk that line i never put official art or official leaks in thumbnails because i feel like a thumbnail at least on youtube the thumbnail is like a barrier to entry it's like this is something cool and the title is what you'll be watching you if you click it you'll see the leaks if you don't click it here are just some cool images that are fake right um and that's what I that that's like the only role I feel like I can play. Um, right. Yeah. But like the fact that you take that much care, it's not I that, think does put you I mean it's it's not a lot, as you're about to say, but yeah. the fact that you take that much care puts you above a lot of others. Yeah, I think a lot I mean, just t- even looking back like two years ago when like when I seriously started uploading videos, like you like you're desperate. Like you're like a you're like an addict. You're just like I'm desperate for views. How can mm-hmm. I get views? And I, I still have never, I don't think I've ever like put, ah, that's not true. I have put leaks before. I think it was like around Legends Arceus. They were like really early leaks that didn't really like give that much info. And those videos didn't even do well. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think there's some, there's some desperation when you're first starting up. There's still desperation um, four years into and- the <laughs> We get one of those views. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, yeah, that's true. But, you, that's true. Like, I, the thing, I just yes. try to be respectful to, for the people because because like on Twitter, on Instagram, all these other platforms, no. there's no barrier. Right. So it's like whatever you post could just show up in someone's feed, even on TikTok. I was doing leak videos on TikTok and then I realized, yeah, they're doing really, really well. Right. I'm getting like hundreds of thousands of views. But like people are seeing this that probably don't even want to see this because they don't make a conscious decision to click and engage with the content. Um, yeah. and that's one of the so. key things for me is is not not just pokemon but other things um marvel and star wars are the the big ones in my past where yeah you know you you don't get a, a choice the first time because it will the algorithm will just swept it up and the either the thumbnail or the title is a spoiler in itself like literally you just have to glance at it for a second second and that it it spoiled and for me i think you went down the right route of not going doing it that way because me and i know there'll be other people like me where that is the quickest way to get somebody to block you or you know just get youtube not to recommend you and and people have left comments Mm. which is always shocking they're always nice about it but they're always like hey i you know i i I subscribed to you again because i you know i blocked you during league season and I'm always like, <laughs> I get that, but I'm also like, that's disappointing. Uh, that's a shame. But thank yeah. you for coming I, back, please. Yeah, everyone you for who blocked back. me, come back, please. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. Yeah. Um, I, maybe what I wanted to say earlier was, uh, was um, I feel like there's a vocal minority, right? Like when we were talking about like what is a leak, how how do we define that? I think there's a, I think there is things that are leaks, but I think there's a vocal minority of people who are conflating, uh, that are conflating like blatant spoilers with anyone who just speculates right or if there's yeah. even coverage and i feel like the, the thing that i've been experiencing is like there, there's a divide people get like nasty it's turned into like a political debate or like if you're against leaks 
uh, then you're like a good person, right? <laughs> you're yeah. Right? Like, I, there's mm-hmm. you know, we see that in politics, right? Like it's like all of a sudden, you know, you you have to have one thing to be like you're one side or the other. Yeah, which is which is silly, right? Um, it's not, so not true about life in general. There's so much. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 never that black and white, and it's kind of why I really wanted to have this discussion because like we we very much stood on one side all throughout hype season, but we, no, we have no, no issue. No. <laughs> kind of thing and no we know obviously no, you I, I guys are teasing. yeah I, I no 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 absolutely but what i mean is like you guys yeah. are pokemon fans the same way we are yeah and weirdly enough pokemon is a game that is as successful as it is today because yeah, of rumors. No, you're right mm-hmm. yeah you, you go back to mew you go back to mew the fact that that was mm, in the game and someone found it and then spread it around the internet and all the rumors went around that's why Pokemon's as popular as it is. Yeah. So the idea that, oh, well, rumors are ruining the game now, it's kind of silly. I still just... remember trying to evolve my Dragonite into Yoshi. <laughs> into Yoshi. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. It never happens. You just brought up the best point, though. That is so true. It's so crazy. I remember, like, so this is going to age me a little bit, but I remember when <laughs> Gen 2 was coming out, I was just, like, so hungry for the new pokemon like oh there's new pokemon there's new ones coming and like you know i was a kid obviously but it it felt like when you first saw snubble or dawn fan like from the from the movie 2000 from the star of the first movie yeah, and stuff like that yeah that was like crazy to me it was like uh and let's not forget the infamous yes. pika blue yes mm-hmm. exactly those were those were leaks and rumors that that's yep. what that was and they, it came from the space world demo which people played back then and there was a a Meryl and they were like it's Pikachu but it's blue and that even was literally like, I, where it came even from even using just like Sorebi's website like to me I don't even know how old I was maybe like middle school but like having like really really bad internet connection I, I remember like being at my neighbor's house because he had the computer he was playing RuneScape and I'm like hey just like take a break let's let's go to this website Sorebi.com whatever um and I was like I'm like there's new Pokemon for gen 4 I was like look at these this game's in Japan right now like to me, that felt like a leak, even though it was official, right? Yeah, it's that's like you used to have the Cora Cora magazines, mm-hmm. yeah, which those had too, yeah. leaks, quote unquote. So this it, wasn't even it, a leak. It, this was literally like the decks, like the deck sprites ripped from the Japanese cartridges of of Diamond and Pearl, but they were listed on Serebi's website. And uh, <laughs> to me, that felt like we didn't know what the names were in English. Yeah, because back yeah. then it was the Japanese ones would come out before, so you would. That, yeah. That's the, one of the things that even happened back in Gen 2. Like, those were all already released almost in Japan. And, and here in America, we were like, oh, we, we don't know anything about a new generation coming or anything. So yeah. it was like that. See, it's funny. Like, I, I use Cerebi.net or uh, yes. Joe, basically, .net. as my... Is it .net? I think no, it is. Net, it is. It? it is. Yeah. I, I, I use Joe as, like, my baseline of, if he's talking about it, it's safe. It's fair game. Sure. Yeah, that's, I think that's um, and what and one of the things I want to bring us on to is mm. data mining. We kind of mentioned it earlier. Now, back okay. in day, it was a case of you know, game got data mined oh, t- a week, two weeks before it came out, and you knew all the Pokedex plus the mythicals that weren't even released for another four or five months. Now they've kind of made steps of taking a bunch of those mythicals out and only adding them in once they're actually released. So that kind of isn't so much of an issue anymore. But again, data mining led us to, I think I was listening to your podcast that went up today as of day of recording, and you were talking about like the code names for Area Zero being Atlantis and stuff like that. Yeah. And whether that's 
does that count as a spoiler or doesn't it? Because it's information that is available to anybody with knowledge to access it. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's that's what I was talking about with that line that you have to like draw for yourself because yeah, some people will count that as a spoiler. It is technically I mean, I don't know, the game's out, you know? So yeah. <laughs> it's it's very hard to say. To me, it's not a spoiler. You can look it up. The game is out. Everything is is out there. So But it's but it might be a story. It might ex- it might mm. spoil some of the story. It might, but we don't actually know that. It for might. Sure. Yeah, like it, could, it could spoil like, the DLC oh, a little bit. So, it, but it, you said could, right? So I would think, like, I don't think it's a spoiler because it's like, okay, well, we don't know if that actually does spoil it, right? It's not like someone came out and said, like, you know, yeah. this is exactly what the it it all. I, I, what we talked about on Hidden Power was like, it, you know, there's a lot of ways you could interpret the story of Atlantis, and and then there's a lot of ways you could interpret any of those stories into a Pokemon game and compare it with Area Zero. So I don't think there's a I don't think it's a spoiler at all. It's just like a an interesting. And I think point. there's a, there's a difference with data mining yeah. as well because the data mining for me, be, so the the initial point where you can data mine before it's put on YouTube or Twitter or whatever, like you have to physically learn a skill to go into a game to find the information. At that point, I kind of feel like you're doing everything you can to find out as much as you can about this game and there is a risk then that yeah you probably are going to be spoiled on something but that's part of the fun of it of data mining is because you 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 probably enjoy either you know getting getting the information first or having all the information as soon as possible so you can almost it's like a jigsaw you can kind of fit it all together and figure out okay from the data mine, I now know I I think I know where the story's going to go and how these legendary Pokemon are going to tie it tie in with the story and i guess the point i'm trying to make is that like i'm not against data mining whatsoever like if people want to data mine data mine to your heart's content because i i play pokemon masters and you know what people that data mine absolute legends because i now know a month ahead of time whether or not it's worthwhile (laughs) me logging into the game so thank you but i think so that's the same thing with pokemon go yes yeah go to find out like they do they do um and but it's although you got which you got yeah. really annoyed, actually. We have to bring this up because we said it on the podcast. You got really annoyed that people data mined Pokemon Go because you found out about Gimme Ghoul early. Oh, oh yes. Interesting. Gimme, yes, because... It, well, they don't tip... Yeah. That was official. That was like an official reveal, though. Like, technically, that... It, it was, but it... Because, it, again, the data mine came out early. Yeah. Before it's, before the before Gimme Ghoul actually started tipping yeah, up in-game. I think True. Pokemon Go doesn't typically like it's it's once it's like once every three years that they reveal like yeah. an actual new Pokemon. It was like what? Yeah. Meltan and, and that's and Mel Metal yeah. and then a Gimme Ghoul. So I, I could see you being frustrated because you're like, Well, I didn't expect a spoiler from this source. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think that's where a lot yeah. of people but were it, at. Well, isn't one. that like isn't that one of the key things? Like it it's it's knowing the source and being frustrated. Like if I wanted to go out and get, you know, um, speculation, leaks, rumors, whatever it is, I can I can scout out those people. I could follow yourselves on on Twitter. I could learn how to data mine. Like it's when it's when you get spoiled on something or something gets revealed that you thought you were in, you know, a, a, a safe space almost of, well, I don't follow those people on Twitter or I don't follow those people on YouTube. And yet the algorithm has, has for whatever reason, decided to throw something at me. And I think that's maybe where some people's frustration comes from is 
I didn't go out to find this information. So why have I why have I had something spoiled when I didn't have a choice in it? Unfortunately, um, yeah, uh, it, it is, is and I think that that's that's the the crux is like I think it's it's well and easy. I think it's quite easy actually to draw a line and go okay. This is where this is where my line is on leaked spoilers, rumors, whatever it might be. But it's the fact that the ever-evolving technological world means that sometimes things might get pushed the other side of, a, of the line that you've put there, and unfortunately, there's nothing you can you can do about it. But I think one thing that I've learned from this conversation, which has been fantastic, is that like I've reevaluated where my line is. To be quite honest with you, um, <laughs> glad that we could help with that. <laughs> see, see, very much the same. Like I'm now sat here going, "Well, I watched all this kind of as an outsider, and walked away with my own thoughts of it, and kind of grumbled every now and then." <laughs> Whereas if I'd actually got involved in the community, I could have been part of the speculation, could have been part of that discussion, and actually enjoyed the leaks rather than just had them thrown at me so when you guys said data mine the first thing i thought of was like a like an actual horrible sinking feeling that i felt when i was in college i was on campus i had like look i I pulled up my phone i looked up up on 4chan that day the entire gen 7 decks leaked and it's Mm. all just like the data the data mined sprites right not even yeah or not what are they called models right and i was like wow this is it this is where it ends this is where the train ends um, and in that point in my life, I was not really, I was so passive when it came to, or I was like, I guess like solitary when I was experiencing Pokemon, I had like a couple friends in real life. Um, and then I would watch people online. I would like look up stuff for myself. But once that ended, the journey in my mind ended. Now I've actually just immersed myself in the community and I've made friends. Um, and now it's like when everything got leaked, I was like, great, let's now we can go to the next step. Right. I think, I think. I don't know. I think, uh, I, I, I guess I'm just thinking, I'm reflecting on how nice it is to have, to be in the community, but also be able to like have outlets to talk to other people like you guys. Right. Um, and ha- I don't know. I, I think, I think Pokemon's a really special thing. I, I was just going to say that I, I respect both sides. Like I, I can see somebody that doesn't want Actually, I don't understand it at all. I even made some tweets about it. Just like <laughs> I made some tweets about it and I was just like, if you're not part of the Pokemon leaking community right now, I you must be bored out of your mind, just yeah. sitting there doing nothing. Yes. During those three months yes. of quiet, it yeah. was rough. I, I just, I couldn't understand it. But I, I respect the people if they want to do that. If that's what you really want to do, I, okay, fine, that's cool. But I don't, I don't get you. I don't get, because there is such a huge um, community for it. It is like a leaking community, even though it's not totally all leaks it's rumors and all that but it's like we're speculating we're talking about it we're like still thinking about pokemon when there's no pokemon to be thought about basically yeah. you know like there's it, it is that it's a big part of it and it it's a lot of fun and a lot of like good connections and friendships made Definitely. through it and i think like to to kind of wrap it up is the, the the key word that i keep hearing throughout this entire discussion is speculation and we and like me and Connor made made the very clear, you know, um, choice that we didn't want to cover leaks on this podcast. However, we have speculated in 
pretty much every single episode that we've done and sometimes the whole main point of the the you know the main topic has just been speculation and sometimes it's been speculation on the tiniest amount of information that we've had revealed from an official source and i'm just thinking about like how much more we could have spoken about if we were you know if we had our you know toe in that in that side of the the leaking community and going okay right well we haven't got an official leak or we haven't got an actual leak however we've kind of got a little bit of a you know a, a nugget of information that we can speculate and talk about because that that's one of the things that we kind of love to do is we just love to talk hence why the podcast goes on for like two hours every week um but that's why i subscribe to you guys because you you do speculate about the small things uh even if it makes a sad yes no you're absolutely right (laughs) but i I think it's definitely a conversation to, to have of okay like where like speculation and what we talk about on the podcast is like do we relook at the line that we have i don't I, I don't know it's not something to decide right now um but it's definitely definitely a conversation that i'd be interested to to have to be honest with you there you go you've won over somebody oh, here today man. so oh take God. take I that iceberg. Iceberg. <laughs> there's a whole iceberg um, right should, yes. should we move on to the actual news yeah which is the RK9 Labs, um, the VGC tournament holder, go on the website and fill out your Pokemon for the tournament. We got two new moves. One of them was Hydro Steam, and the other one was Psyblade. What do we think these are for? So before we do that, how into leaks are we allowed to talk on this? (laughs) All right. I'll tell you what. really important. This is your absolute final spoiler warning right now. There you go. You got free reign. Let's go. Okay, so, I mean, we all know, well, maybe we don't all know, but there is the Scarlet and Violet mm-hmm. book in yep. in the game, and they have an imaginary photo, photo, a drawing of, um, like, a legendary yeah. beast fusion paradox and a legendary swords of justice fusion paradox. Um, yeah. So, those two things, when we look at these names, we are thinking that they are connected to those two um imaginary pokemon um we're thinking they're mm-hmm. their moves like s- signature moves uh, yeah i mean that's the that's the m- like biggest gist of it um that i could give we don't yeah, know the that's, that's kind of the conclusion i'd come to just looking at the names yes. and being like well that makes sense hydro steam okay it, it still spins me out that we've now got hydro steam yeah and steam eruption. they kind of yeah. feel like they're the same thing don't they like to 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 me at least they're- they're very generic oh, yeah. the names. Fact, the fact the fact that they're not means that it must have some kind of different effect, different ability. Because what what does steam eruption do? It's a what it's basically yeah, like strong I, I skull, so, isn't it? Yeah. Head, so mm-hmm. maybe this is more. I don't know. Like if if I had to speculate, maybe this is something similar to um, freeze dry, where it's one particular typing, but the benefit of it is that it inflicts super effective damage on a typing that it typically shouldn't be able to that's where i'm kind of get, that's yeah. where my head's going with hydro hydro steam um as for cyblade as well I, I must admit hydro steam i kind of I, I think that's a pretty cool name cyblade just when that was na- released my first thought was how how have we got nine generations and they haven't you <laughs> come up with the word the the, the move cyblade already 
for real. Yeah. Well, there's si- there's Sai si- si- Strike. Yeah. Sai si- si- Strike. Sidekick. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Sidekick's not actually a kicking move. I didn't and know. Right. It'd be a joke. No, but that's so uh, true about the names, though. They're like, when I saw the names, I was like, aren't these already moves? <laughs> I yeah. thought they were already. Yeah. 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 yeah I, can, I can completely uh, uh, agree with that. It is. So it is. Sh- My biggest question is like, why are why is yeah. it psychic type? Right. Why are we talking about psychic? Where so like Verizion. So the the mm-hmm. the Swords of Justice Paradox Beast is based on Verizion. Terrakion and Cobalion, they all share a fighting type. Then there's also steel, rock, and grass. And then you have the if Caldeo, that's that's fighting water. Where's the psychic? Well, it, it was pointed out that um, there's a you know those occult magazines that you find. Mm-hmm. The one that's for um, Iron Valiant says like the creator of it was trying to make the most psychic Pokemon ever and ended up with a fairy fighting <laughs> really? type. Yeah. So he failed there. Did he then go on to try and oh, wait, combine wait. the Swords of Justice into a psychic type Pokemon? Wait, yes. So th- that is correct. But now I'm thinking, uh, w- which type is it that is associated with magic? Fairy or psychic? Because if if it's psychic type, then that would make sense. Because then there's this whole other theory that the third legendary is possibly creating these paradox out of imagination, right? It's like an interpretation yeah. or or creating... Right, the paradox, the old, the past paradox Pokemon are um, just these like primal versions of existing Pokemon, uh, where the future ones have this like innate magical technology. So then I could okay. see, I could see fighting being the through line of these three beasts, but the psychic type being granted upon this because it's a psychic beast. Or so okay, magical so, beast, or, rather. Yeah, because we've had it before where like Pokemon are. They're fighting type, but they become very zen. They sort of hone their skills hard enough that they develop big brain and sure, become yeah. psychic type. Uh, Mega Mewtwo mm. X, right? You got that yes. as an example. So I'm not sure. It, and the thing is, if they're going to be the presumably the signature moves of these uh, combination uh, legendaries, do they still play into the whole... Um, oh, I forget what their abilities are called for the Paradox Pokemon, the one where it's like... Oh, powers yeah. up in the sun or powers up in electric terrain yeah right i forget what's gonna play them. into that it, it could i think i think we've speculated that maybe or lumia speculated that maybe there's like an i guess it was like maybe the attack i don't actually I don't even know they could have like brand new abilities that are specific to this right because like i look at raiko i look at the suicune paradox the uh the beast paradox so that'd be water fire type water and fire type but then maybe the but maybe the uh the the ability gives a boost to like electric type moves or something. I mean, I what I could see with Hydro okay. Steam is it be actually being a Pokemon that's part steel and it's got that kind of steampunk kind of cogs moving and steam spouting out sure. out, out of it and whatnot, which would be more which would fit more in line with a futuristic style Pokemon. Um, yeah, definitely. That would be the biggest twist if yes. we actually had them the wrong yeah. way round. Mm, that would that be, would be <laughs> that, uh, it could, could be, be possible. Uh, We've also talked about how like these Pokemon might also have Soul mentioned it in, the, in our last recording that they might also have like really drastic form changes, and this might be the only this might be the only depiction that we have um, because of all the emphasis of it being like a rec- like recorded on paper, but it might not be the full form. Okay, because the thing is, what we have at the moment isn't even like an accurate an accurate depiction. It's somebody's imagination of what a Pokemon what a paradox pokemon could look like if there was another one yeah and then and the pod it, yep sorry and so many questions come up because they draw 
a Suicune and a Raikou fusion before those Pokemon are even born? Yeah, that's a good point, actually, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's I've a thought paradox. About that. Oh, hey. <laughs> it's a paradox, yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah, going back to, like, the summer, we were thinking the paradox could be, like, we were, I mean, if they're, like, purely time traveling, then it's it could be something where it's, like, something's brought from another, I guess, would it be dimension or a different timeline that shouldn't timeline, exist, yeah. but now currently exists because it's brought into our universe. Um, like it doesn't make sense with the region so it's not a regional form it's not organic or natural in any way at least not in our current uh you mm. know timeline so um but or or it's the whole imagination thing are you guys familiar with the entei movie um yes mm-hmm. with the unknown who yeah. create an entei out of nothing yeah unknown yeah. shout out hidden power podcast <laughs> um, i think there is a book in there where there's all of these legendary creatures depicted um and they're all like imaginary right and and they're nothing that we've even yeah. seen before and i love the idea because what we've seen over time is that ideas that have been brought up in gens one and two have been then brought into the, the main series game in like an official way almost like retconning those old like anime um you know uh, cameos or whatever um and i i love the idea of 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 that Entei movie and those mythical imaginary legendaries being brought into the games through these paradox Pokemon where they're really just interpretations of things that could exist brought to life. See, I've heard this imagination theory over and over and over again. It's, it's one of those I keep getting bombarded in all of my comment sections. It's like, you haven't taken this into account. It's like, <laughs> yes, you're right. This theory that I've said is nothing to do with that theory yeah. that you've it's mentioned. A new it's theory. funny that. Um, I'm under the impression that the Pokemon are paradoxes because they only exist because Sada and Turo created the time machine. Mm, yeah. Turo goes to the future and help because he's an AI in a robotic body. He helps to create the singularity, which develops all the Pokemon into AI robotic bodies. Sada goes back in time and her presence of being there influences the evolution of Pokemon. That's why they're paradoxes because they exist because somebody wanted to see them, so goes back in time. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It, that it makes sense. I like that that's, a lot. that's the paradox. And I like if you that look at the context clues, like what we like, what does the game actually give us? They say time yeah. travel, right? Yeah. Uh, but then they also do say, like in the book, they also do say like imagination and stuff like that. Yeah. But they, but like I, I don't know. Again, Soul, this might be one of your points, but I think uh, like they don't really put the Game Freak and the Pokemon Company. They don't typically have these like game breaking. Or at least like mind bending no. twists, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, they're pretty. Agreed. They're pretty I mean, clear I, cut. That's the that's the conclusion we came to before was a case of like, you know, game freak aren't the kind of people to go, oh, it's this. Oh no, way, there wasn't. Yeah, because yeah. their fan base is young. Um, and the other thing is as well, if it's all imagination and the third legendary is bringing all these Pokemon to life, yeah. where did Sada and Turo go? It's, it's it's a very yeah. valid valid point of. They, they have yeah, died. It's, it's like for, for me, the imagination <laughs> yeah. through line to me is almost because the, at the time when they first went down into Area Zero, they didn't have the concept of time travel. So it was like, oh, okay, well, what what is it? Oh, it's people's imagination that the things that like you you just couldn't conceive because they were so you know dangerous or futuristic and didn't like it. it they they appear like magic rather than technology because you wouldn't understand it and i think you are absolutely right that like i can't see game game freak they've published this game and it's got this through line of it's time travel 
And then how do they then bring people back to go, well, actually, it wasn't time travel. It's actually imagination. And I think you're just going to lose a lot of people. And, and some people might not even like follow that through because the the imagination in the third legendary likely to be DLC and therefore people might not even buy the DLC. Not that Pokemon games like have an impact on one another generation and generation in terms of story. I just can't see them. I just can't see them doing it. So to bring it back to like these uh, uh, Hydro Steam and the Cyberlade and what these poke what these Pokemon potentially are and the fact we've got two does really for me bring it back to one of what the, the paradox pokemon one is the future one is one is the past and they they have come through this the the machine somehow i think you made the best argument against it right now like you i haven't heard anybody make a proper argument and that that was good <laughs> i think that 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 really solidifies a, an idea of yes these are like time travel pokemon future, future past whatever cuz i i've only heard imagination argument like so that 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 was really good um like, i i like yes, the theory yes. i do like the theory yeah, i think the it holds great. a lot of water but i think my my biggest sticking point on it still is they make the point of oh i could only ever bring through two coridon or i could only ever bring through two maridon mm-hmm. well hang on if this is bringing your imagination mm. to life and creating the paradise for even though it's technically the third legendary's paradise not saturn turos they just think it's theirs because mind control and all that kind of stuff yep they yeah. they'd have brought more like through, right? So. Surely, it, it makes sense. It, it, and like, yeah. like, I, I'm not being funny, but like, if it was about imagination, like the the Pokemon don't feel very imaginative, especially the the, the especially the past <laughs> versions, <laughs> like Oh, the past version, oh, really? No, like, I like, like the past sorry. versions. It's the future version so that I'm lack thinking of imagination. Um, is it flutter flutter shy? Fluttermane, Flutter, it's Flutter just a little bit extra. The, the Jigglypuff variety where, okay, it's just a bit more of a quiff and it looks like it really is quite evil. Um, but I do take your point about some of the futuristic ones, actually, where they would, the designs are very safe. They haven't gone far enough, almost, because you'd like to think after, what is it, billions of years, the past Pokemon? Is, does it mention it's yeah. about a billion years or something like that, right? There, there, there's, there is stated that uh, I think one of them's a billion years yes. in the past and one of them's a billion years in the future. I know the billion years yes. in the past is Scream Tale. I can't remember which one's said to right, come from okay. the future in a billion years. It might be the yes. Tyranitar, Iron Thorns. So for me, they, they almost seem like but, that there's, that they haven't evolved enough in a billion years. So maybe, maybe actually it is like imagination <laughs> to bring it back around. But the other thing you've got to look at is that these were what imagined yeah. 200 years ago so somebody was like i know digital eyes mm. pixelated eyes even though i assume there was nothing around then that had pixels in it yeah to, no it's a good point you know it, it's it's the same as you go back 30 years and everybody's like flying cars and now our future is ai robots it's you only have concept of what you understand to extrapolate upon so you can't i i i can't see heath coming up with yeah iron thorns i just don't doesn't make sense <laughs> in my head yeah. however it's we'll find out it's it's game freak though i don't think they went that deep when they thought about it yeah i, I wish know, they yes. did i wish they we did too do. we I all wish we're all they on did. the same i think regardless of which line you are on with spoilers leaks rumors and all that is pokemon please just just 
Come we on. We wish Game Freak cared as much <laughs> as we do. <laughs> and definitely, the leakers. Definitely. Right. Um, um, we've been chatting. Go on. The other news. The other news. Can't miss it. Is possible yes. Pokemon coming Which... in DLC. Yeah, on on the same thing as um, the last one, the VGC, we got shown some sprites, accidentally or otherwise, um, of Pokemon that are guaranteed not in the game, and we know we know they're new sprites because, well, Dracovish, one hundred percent is a new sprite for Dracovish. And until so we, we got, get more information from this, I understand this as they 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 may have like when developing those mm-hmm. sprites, like they may have just like just you know hired those artists or, or those yeah those artists to like just make all 1000 so it's, it's someone right it so seems like a waste of resources yeah but they've done that in the past so like what i'm thinking of is the following animations in gen 7 they made following animations for every single pokemon yeah. and then never used it so they, they didn't use them in gen 7 they didn't they used them in gen 8 but i think they were like different they may have used them in gen uh during the dlc so, of like, yeah, and then let's for, go Pikachu and Eevee. For, I'm sorry. For, for me, okay. um, in, in my background in marketing, sometimes you do this to future-proof yourself. I've done it before on projects where it's like, okay, we we want a bunch of icons for an app, but actually we might not even use them all, but it's better to do that rather than just go, okay, we only need 10. They designed the 10, and then you actually go, yep. oh, actually, we, we need another three or four, and then you then have to go back and typically they put up the price because they think, oh, okay, you've got to come back yep. to us so you can get icons that kind of fit the style that we did. So it's all, it's probably more future-proofing. <laughs> I, I think, I don't... Definitely. Also, like, yes. all the resources and time spent organizing the, the, the you know, the, the artist or whoever it is, the programmers. Yeah, definitely. I, I, it's like, just get it, just get it over yeah, with. Yeah, I think, that's I, I think like, I think this is... I think this is going to be very similar to uh, Sword and Shield, where over time they add more Pokemon in, but not all of them. And this just means that actually Definitely. they can, if they've already got all, you know, 1,008 pieces of art, they're not then limited by, oh, we haven't got the art for that, so we can't put those Pokemon. So they've probably just got free reign. And I'd imagine. That's fair. They can Definitely. chop and change and as like it the, goes. All these icons are very similar to um, the BD, BDSP ones that we had, which makes me yep. think it it is future proofing because if we do get another, you know, uh, a Switch game at some point, they can then go. Well, we've got the icons, so we can we can do whatever we want with them. Yeah, you're absolutely right. What do you guys think about like the national decks returning? Because I think you know, I think it's easy to jump to that. And be like, oh, why are all, I, why are all of them created right? I, I'm not saying I even believe it's going to come back, but what do you guys think about the national decks in general? I think that's dead. I think that's been dead for a while. And I think the community has finally started coming around to accepting that. To go back mm. on it now would would be shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. Because people then expect <laughs> yeah. it for every game going forward. It's like, oh, they fixed it. Right. The national decks is back. Let's go. We're back. Like, no, same, guys, same that's, that's not happening. I could it's see not. them. I could see them like maybe bringing it back for like just gen 10 because it's such a big selling it's a selling point it's also a celebration um and it's a milestone i could see them being like all right let's bring them all back for gen 10 but maybe not a gen 11 maybe not gen 12 but i do hear your i think your point would probably be the biggest uh problem with that just getting people's Mm. hopes up again and having to disappoint people um the the thing i like is the idea that gen 10 is going to be this big celebration i think i heard you guys mention it as well that 
Gen 10 is not coming out until the 30th anniversary, right? Yeah. It's That's a nice pet theory. It makes There's sense, yeah, though, doesn't we it? From a marketing that, but... perspective, it... Yeah, what are you going to do, like, Gen 10 DLC <laughs> for... I, I guess what they could do is release... Because, like, they release, at, at, they release a new game at the end of the year, so they could release Gen 10 at the end of... What is it? 2025? Is that right? Yeah. And then... Uh... 20 is that right yeah i'm yeah. saying that right and then and then uh i think it yeah and then um what you know two months later then it's the 30th anniversary and then you can spend the whole 30th anniversary uh celebrating the game that came out even just like a month ago and then also with the dlc so they could do something like that that's actually probably like i don't i don't see a problem with that yeah I, it makes sense because like the 30 year anniversary is something that you probably Obviously, you want your main headline of, okay, this is the main way we are celebrating. But let's be honest with you, they are going to milk that throughout the entirety of that year, You, which I think it is 2025, because in the, in the back of my mind, I've got 1995 was when the first Pokemon games. Yeah. Um, but wasn't, wasn't I, I think the 25th the, anniversary last year? I think what... Good point, actually. Uh, no, maybe like two years ago? 2021. 2021 was the 25th anniversary. So it'd be... Uh, 26. That was BD, 2026. That was, that was last year. Well, 2026. That is a long way away, isn't it? It's too... It's, it's only three years. <laughs> it's three uh, years yeah, away. Good point. It's, I it's, know, but it feels like forever. Yeah. So, so, actually, that probably does fit in with their cycle of a new generation. Every It was roughly every three years, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's roughly every... Well, this is the thing. Pokemon don't really have patterns. We no, like, yeah. as part of the community, we like to draw them. But they don't really exist. No, not really. They do. Kind I think of... since since Gen Five, it's been roughly every three years. There's even patterns within that, right? There's. It, it's not just a year. It's not just a new release every three years. There's also patterns within that with the whole like, oh, now we're gonna get a mm. a remake. Oh, now we're gonna get a new evolution. None of that. I don't think any of those are actually no. patterns. Um, I mean, and people people believe but, them. But, <laughs> like it's like, but it's one hundred percent Gen yeah. Five remakes next, right? No. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? <laughs> it is, is it the Gen it 5 is. remake or the no, Gen 2 remake remake? The rumor. So, uh, the. No, I think it's. I think we're going to get Johto. I think Johto. Oh, okay. okay. They gave us a Kanto remake. Listen, they, they gave us a. They gave us. We needed like a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> I need to like look at this timeline because it, it okay. does get confusing. So, we like. They gave us yes. Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, right? That made sense because at that time, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the Kanto games were like some of the oldest that like on the, the last time that was remade was mm-hmm. the GBA, right? So to me, that's just as old as, you know, Gen 1 with the Kanto games. So that that needed a, a revamp. But if you look at this in, in 2024, from 2000, so what, when did, when did uh, Let's Go come out? 2018? 2018? I think so. Yeah, so we're, we're, and by the time of 2024, there's going to be a six-year gap between that Kanto game and what I think is going to be a Johto game. I think I think now the Johto games, now that we've seen a remake of Sinnoh, the Johto games are now the oldest game that, the, at least the oldest region, that hasn't got a modern... Yeah, because it was... Right, or a 3D... Yeah, it was Gen 4 and Heart Gold. Yeah. yeah. So, and, I, and I think like they already have that BDSP engine. A lot of people don't like it. I think they can make a lot of improvements on it, but they already have the following, the following Pokemon... If they just, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what they—they're they, either gonna make. Ugh, I don't know. I, I go back and forth of like what I want and what is probably gonna happen. 
Um, they either do like a, a BDSP style remake for a Heart Gold Soul Silver, but obviously we want to see, you know, you know, Sino. I'm sorry, Jodo of old, right? That's obviously what we would want. I I don't know. It feels like Gen Five might be before Gen Two. It all depends on like if they if they really do the Gen Ten on the 30th anniversary, then we have an extra year in there somewhere where they want to do a game because they've moved to like the supposed one game per year yeah. kind of thing. So we're thinking that both of these generations might come in this time frame. They could or there's a that. gap year. That's actually true. Or there's a gap year though. I don't know. Uh, that is true because we, we got Kanto and we got, I'm, I'm realizing this, we got Kanto and we got Sinnoh within like a three-year period. So that actually is true. So we, we've mm-hmm. spoken about this, I think on last week's episode, yeah. but I, I, we've got guests. I'm going to enjoy it. Do you think, okay, if we get, uh, Sino again, how do you think we'll see it? If we get Johto again, how do you think we'll see it? How would you want to see it, Sol? Oh my gosh. Uh, I I love Johto so much. I mean, you guys obviously mm-hmm. do too. So it's like, it's my joy. I just want it anyway, to be honest. But the most, the best way would obviously be a Legends game. I, I think. think it lends okay. itself to that like quite it's well. It's already got the out. connection with Sino, which means you can link it to Hisui, bring yeah. over the Celestica people. Yeah. Have that whole story. Dude, we mm-hmm. see the same yes, please. And and yeah. also, like, you're getting it. My biggest thing is, like, people go, why would they remake Johto? It's just Johto. It's Johto is literally every Johto game yeah. has mm-hmm. Kanto in it. So you're essentially yeah. getting another Kanto and, uh, remake. And, and to, right? Sorry, well, just see, to jump so, in. To answer your question, why would they remake it? Money. <laughs> like, <laughs> ultimately, money. Yeah, yeah of but, course. But it does. No, I know. But, like, it is one of those games that lends itself to you can remake it you can remaster it you can reimagine it it's just it just allows there's yeah. so much creative creative license and freedom with johto that honestly like it, it's not like some of the other other games where you could just go yeah they're gonna remake it or you know whatever spin they might yeah. put on it. it's like johto feels very much like they could just go down you know porting it over remastering it they could do another remake. They could do a a almost a reimagining in terms of um, another Let's Go game, which I would be well down for. But they could also go down. Yeah, you guys were talking oh, about. Oh yeah, that I, I love that. I'm probably the the only person that bought it, bro. I love the Let <laughs> I love the Let's Go uh, <laughs> Pikachu and Eevee games. Um, but it, they could that also do. It, it's so good. <laughs> um, but they could also do um, a Legends Johto. Like there is so much they could do with it. I think Legends Johto makes the most sense because. They've already remade Johto once, and and it's arguably people would be like, it's the it's best, the best game in the franchise. Game. Yeah, people would say that. So like, I don't think they would just do another basic like remake. Obviously, they'd spice it up somehow. But mm. if they did a Legends game, it makes the most sense because it it would be very different. See, I think the issue you've yeah. got with you know the standard remakes that we had in the past, Fire Red, Heart Gold, uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire is. It used to be a case of like, let's bring this old game into our newest engine and put it out there. But when the newest engine is all based around being open world, you're suddenly yes, completely redesigning the game from the ground up. You can't just have Johto yeah. as we know it. So if you're already going through that much effort, why not go a little bit further and give us a new story in that region? Which, yeah, or I mean, yeah, I think the legends, I think the legend style of gameplay where it's like it's like it's not mm, full open world, but oh, yeah. it's mm. open area lends itself very well because you can still 
oh, it's you still have the sandbox, but it doesn't like yeah. break. I the think game, right. It for, doesn't for break me like region. what one of the one of the great things. And I know I'm probably repeating what I've said in the past. Is the great thing about Legends Arceus style over Scarlet and Violet is that the biomes feel very separate. Whereas the problem with Scarlet and yeah. Violet is that it's almost one giant biome with a couple of odd little like beaches here and there and a couple of hills here here and there. And mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking like for the Pokemon company now, they what they've really got to... I, I imagine what they will be worried about and scratching their heads a, a little bit is once as a series you go open world, I think it's quite hard to then rein people back into, okay, there are set routes that you have to go down and the problem then is eventually when they do remake you know Unova and and all the other later games is okay how do you take some of the biggest cities and towns and put them into the open world and and make it feel as big as it did in your childhood legend the legends games gets around that because you don't need to fill in you know cityscapes and towns yeah it's not yes, a one to one I, I, I really also like Let, uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, but the, what I don't like about it is that it's still so blocky and it is like literally based off of the, um, yeah, just like the mm-hmm. blocky square routes. Like it's, it's not, I don't want to use the word linear, but like, you know what I'm saying? I think seeing Johto and Kanto in that full 3D scape where there's like, where there's also like depth, uh, there's vertical depth, right? You can climb up mountains. You can soar over to an island. Like imagine the world islands, right? Like uh, imagine, imagine, uh, imagine, uh, what is it called? It's not Mount Chimney. What's <laughs> Mount what's Cinnabar mm-hmm. Island, right? Yeah, yeah. they. Uh, so they I would do. say though, and I don't think just, that yeah. they would do like if they do a Legends Johto whatever Celebi, it wouldn't contain Kanto. I don't think. I think that Kanto yeah. itself, I would no, way, I would, would love to have even a Legends like Kanto just to experience Kanto like that in a different way because that's completely different than what we've ever gotten. Um, I don't think it would be both. The, yeah, they could do that. They could sell us another can. <laughs> Maybe they're not going to do that. Maybe one day. Obvious. But like an open yeah, world. Yeah, they sell Kanto. us. Like, I mean, I. I've, well, that's what the Legends game would be. No, I think right? they keep the same thing. I feel like that's I think what they it would keep be. it the way it is. See, I just I don't, don't think feel like move. Kanto has that much history to offer. Like as as a region as we know it. It's, true. True. It's, true. Its history starts within like the last fifty years, really. Yes, exactly. So there's room to tell a story. Like I, there is, I but know. I think Johto and even Unova lend itself better. Like I, I want to see Absolutely. the origin of the the beasts. You know, especially mm. after whatever DLC you're, we get in Scarlet. You're Empire. about to find out. <laughs> Critique City, the the birth of that, as I say, yeah. has got the connection with Sinjar ruins and all that kind of stuff. And then you've got Unova. Yeah. Well, we've been waiting for the original dragon for however many years now. Mm. So. I, it, they both i think they both work far better in a legend setting than kanto would I, yeah i don't know I, for me i want to know the origins of kanto i understand that like it is uh, you know a fairly young civilization and region um but there's still stories there to be told right like the legendary beasts or the legendary birds mm-hmm. live there right maybe the legendary i guess not the legendary beasts um but i don't know maybe i don't know i feel like they could they could put new legends also it doesn't necessarily have to be in the past 
I know we we think that way always, but yeah, yeah that's that's it. Could be any time, really. It could be in the future. Which we we actually came up with a theory about how like the next Legends game would be a future one since we had a past one, and and now like the oh, okay. whole if it's in Gen yeah. Nine, like the whole future past thing. I love I love crazy. the idea of that. I think coming from it from a you know game freak and the lack of resources they 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 seem to have compared to I think their aspirations are bigger than what they can achieve in reality and I almost feel like going past and Legends Arc has showed this where actually I feel there's it frees up resources in terms of time um, yes I, and the the problem I think with moving forward and the 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 problem with that is almost if you move forward everything is bigger and better mainly because like populations mm-hmm. increase and everything which means you need bigger cities and i think one of the issues with trying to do a futuristic game is that like the the modern day game scarlet and violet the cities already feel really empty so if mm, you then good. suddenly have a really futuristic city it's going to feel very underwhelming whereas legends arceus like it's actually made sense that there weren't cities everywhere and people everywhere. And it actually, for me, um, made it uh, like it improved that the, the, the Pokemon series for me because I was like, okay, it actually feels like I'm just in the wild, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but it, it's going, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what they, what they do in the next couple of years. This is almost like the best, time to speculate i think on what is going to come next because we have some safe bets like probably dlc for Je- generation nine and we're kind of in a point where it's almost like the switch era has been very experimental for game freak in terms of yeah. okay let's just do what people expect gen nine and a-, a remake and then let's do some experimental things like let's go and legend legends so it's Even bdsp I yeah. love that my yeah. friends will. My friends have asked me this. They've said, "Which Pokemon game should I get on the Switch?" Right, and they're asking me this because mm. they're all different. Where in the past, yeah. what Pokemon game should you get? Just get the newest one. It's they're all yeah. the same, right? And now we're. I don't know. I don't know if this is like. I don't know what the intention is, um, but the outcome is that you do have all these different experiences for different types of people. Yeah, I agree that with is that. Part of the intention, yeah. I think. Gentlemen, it has been a pleasure, but as all good things must. This conversation has to come to an end. Where can we find you if we want to come and listen to your lovely voices and hear all the wonderful things you have to say about the future of Pokemon? Yeah, so uh, I'm Dusty Gogoat. You can subscribe to me on YouTube. We talk about all things Pokemon, especially the future of Pokemon, leaks, theories, a lot of fun speculation. Um, we also, uh, so I'll let you talk first and then we'll talk about Yeah, so I'm SoulSilverArt. I'm on uh, Twitter mostly, but I'm starting a YouTube up. So you can follow me on both of those. Um, Yeah, and we're part of a podcast that we do together called Hidden Power. And I'll let you take it from there. Hidden Power is a Pokemon podcast. Uh, We started this about two months ago. It's going very well. We're thrilled to be here on the Goldenrod podcast. Um, But also our, our, you know, one third of us is not here. Our other co-host, Lumios Post, Zach uh Lumi, whatever you want to call him he's uh he's the best and unfortunately he's not here that's not our fault they didn't invite him 
True. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Absolutely brutal. I just, I just need to point out as well that your <laughs> links will be in the description down below. So people, if you want to follow them on YouTube, Twitter, to be honest with you, whatever links they send me, they'll be down below. So you can go yeah. ahead and, and, and follow them as, as well. So if you like this conversation about leaks, uh, come over to Hidden Power. Not only do we cover news and leaks uh, and speculation, but we are also going to be rolling out a series of uh, you know guest interviews as well as deep dives into Pokemon lore, very specific Pokemon topics, whether it be like types that don't that used to exist in Gen One or were beta types that that no longer exist, uh, Ultra Beast, uh, you know Pokemon game retrospectives. We're, we got a lot planned for the new year uh so yeah come come hang out with us well we're checking out thank you very much boys it's been an absolute pleasure connor did you see the 1000 pokemon video that was published today i did see it in fact i saw it and then sent it to you so (laughs) i understand the questions for the audience but i like breaking that fourth wall every now and then it was you 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 sent it to me (laughs) um so for those of you that haven't watched this basically it's just almost a montage showing the cat the catching evolution hatching of all 1008 pokemon spread across what seems to be the generations they were introduced in um over some you know nice music and everything i was a bit amazed how long it went on for because it's about eight minutes yeah well it wasn't they weren't all in the order that they got discovered in because you had like no um, starter pokemon and then first yes. root pokemon so, and then wild grass pokemon yes. they like so, divided them up it was really yes. interesting how they did it what what i meant by that is is that um they were sh- they were shown the game footage that they showed was yes. from the generation they were introduced in so as connor's just said it starts with like you know, they, they hover over the Pokeballs and it shows Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur. Then it jumps into Cyndaquil, um, Totodile, and Chikorita, and so on and so forth in the games that they were introduced. But you are right. They they group them together, which was fantastic. So at one point, they show you the Rock Smash and it shows you a Pokemon appearing. And then it's all the other type of Pokemon that you can get via Rock Smash. And, you know, when they're surfing on the water and it shows all the all the different Pokemon that, that surf. And you've got this, this mix of okay, the surfing on the water, but over on the top left, you'll have like generation seven footage. And then over on the bottom right, you'll have generation two footage. It was really cool and nostalgic just to see like all the, all these, the, the journey almost of all these games kind of pulled together. Yeah. Clearly there was a lot of love that went into the yes. video. Somebody spent a lot of time oh, yes. getting all those footage. What I liked as well is, did you notice that all of the games were played in different languages? I did notice that on a handful. Maybe, I'm yeah, I'm looking at the, the thumbnail now, and actually I can spot it a lot more now that you've brought it up. But I think part of it is because, like, it starts off relatively simple of, oh, there's three Pokemon on the screen. And then there are parts where there are a lot of, there's a lot of game footage going on. And you, you physically cannot, like, glance at them all because of how just like fast paced that yeah. this video is just just flying through um which is kind of crazy because we both said like oh it felt it, it it was weirdly long for what it was yeah and it, yet everything just seemed to speed by yes well it starts off quite sl- like so at the start when when it started it shows the stars i was like how are they going to get through all these pokemon in eight in eight minutes but then they speed up at parts but then they slow down it 
other parts as well. It, it was a really nice video. It's a bit strange. Like, what? I guess, what's the purpose of this video? Is it just hopefully trying I, to get more people to buy the latest generation and just remind people? Like, I don't even think it's that. I think it's just a celebration. We've reached a thousand Pokemon. In yeah. fact, we've reached one thousand and eight. Let's go over them. Yeah, it's 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 a nostalgia trip. And that's all yes. it is. That that is all, that is all it is. I, two things that did stand out to me that I absolutely love. There's um there's some footage where it's the 3ds and there it's uh, I think it's Trevenant and there's a horde encounter, mm-hmm. and it's laggy as anything. Like even the footage <laughs> they are using is laggy as anything, which makes me think like, do they not think that lagging games is that big of a deal? I don't know. But then what I did like, and I don't know how why this was included. At the very end, it goes. Did you catch them all? And that yeah, which is not a phrase they've used for since Generation Three. Yeah, I re- it really threw me, and I actually laughed. I actually laughed out loud because I was like, "Oh wait, why have they thrown that in there?" Because no, I can't catch them all because the latest generate the latest two Pokemon games. Like I physically can't catch all the Pokemon in those games. So why are you asking this question? Mm. <laughs> it's very strange. Very strange. I did like it. Well, they're they're clearly saying, did you catch them all across all of yes. the games? Yeah, oh, which yeah, they did definitely. show. The other thing we did get from this is what I assume to be the official National Dex placement of the Paldean Pokemon. Yes, it looks that way. Which, it, it makes... They have to do it for Pokemon Home anyway. Like, the, it, mm-hmm. it's the done thing. They do it. But I must admit that there has been confusion with certain pokemon like malton and malmetal is like okay where where do they even slot in in terms of this number structure and like um hisuian pokemon and and whatnot so it is quite nice that this is almost confirmation of okay this is the this is the order almost of of all these different pokemon i hope yeah i mean it's kind of crazy that we've now got a thousand and eight official species and then so many forms amongst those it's it's it because like it's a bit strange actually because like the 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 first time we got pokemon of a different like region um variety was um variants was it was alola gen 7 yeah gen 7 which feels quite late actually because it feels like we've had them around for a long time but it's obviously gen 7 gen 8 and gen 9 have all had these you know the, these alternative forms, and well, feel- technically, Gen Two introduced regional evolutions, didn't it? It did, yes. So evolutions to old Pokemon, which yeah. I guess you could kind you of course. argue is the same principle. Yeah, it it feels to me that like now I'm starting to realize that maybe this is it. This is a gimmick that you can expect every generation moving forward. Now is that. Whenever they release a new Pokemon game, there will be regional variants. There might not be a lot, such as, you know, Generation 9. There wasn't that many, unfortunately. You had Tauros, you had Wooper. You kind, you, you, you had a Pokemon that was similar in Wiglet, but it's not a regional variant. So it's it's a bit of a blurred line. It's almost like a, a, um, a new take on a Pokemon, which is what mm-hmm. regional variants are, I guess. Um, so it's... It's going to be yeah, but they take up their own Pokedex they, entry, which yeah, is they, the difference. Yes, yes. Um, but it's the fact that like they're spending time doing these alternative versions, which they don't have to do because it's an it's an extra, you know, 
time constraint on them to take a Pokemon that doesn't really need fleshing out or creating because the argument is, well, why don't they just create a new Pokemon rather than just adapting an old one? But at the same time, I do like the fact that Pokemon doesn't just drop Pokemon and then go, okay, we're never revisiting that Mon again. It's yeah. they, they like to go back and give love to fan favorites. And we've seen that in Generation 9 where we've had Pokemon from Generation 2 finally get a little bit more love. Yeah. I really like. I really like. So yeah, I, I, so, I go on. Not the most in-depth video. Not, no. not a lot of analysis to have, but worth a watch, I guess. Yeah, if you definitely. feel like having a little bit of nostalgia. I'd recommend watching it just for that little bit of nostalgia hit. And I'm hoping they do more stuff like that. this, to be honest with you, to celebrate the games. So because of how long we've been going on, we're going to jump over and skip the Pokemon Master Journeys. And to be honest with you, you probably have to skip the guessing game because the Pokemon I've chosen are related to the videos. Uh, Which is a shame because good episodes this week. Great episodes that I'm looking forward to discussing next week. Um... So we'll just move straight on to comments and questions. So we've got another one from uh, Gym Leader JC again this week, uh, courtesy of YouTube. If you guys were to make a team of six, consisting of only one starter, and can only pick one Pokemon from each region, who would be on your team? Okay. Connor, so who would be on your team? I, I, I think I nailed this. Okay. Spot the pattern. Okay. So from Kanto, I chose Arcanine. From Johto... I chose Umbreon. Then I skipped all the way through to, um, oh my God, X and Y, um, Kalos. I skipped yeah. all the way through to Kalos for Furfru. Then Alola, I went Lycanroc for Galar. I went Boltund. And then Paldea, I chose Houndstone. Right, okay. I'm not getting the theme there. What, what's, what's the theme? <laughs> so you like your dog Pokemon. You like your I like Pokemon. my dog Pokemon. That's it. Well done. <laughs> I like that. I like that very, very, very much. And you just go out and take... Well, actually, I was about to say, you could just go walking the dogs on the lead, but actually, like, you don't put Pokemon dogs on the lead, do you? You just kind of... No, you just press right bumper and, and they just, send them out they, for a walk. They just run off and attack everyone else's dog. As <laughs> <laughs> you're walking down the street, you got no control. Are you over. trying to tell me that Pokemon is just dog fighting? <laughs> Apparently so. It's just it's just it's just animal cruelty. Um in terms of my team then, so I went with a team that I feel like I could explore the world, but also, you know, if I have to get into a battle, I've got a nice competitive team. Now I feel like I have cheated a little bit here because I have got uh, two legendaries are mine. Um, so I've got Mewtwo just because it's a psychic powerhouse. Meganium, because of course, like it, it's my mascot. I love Meganium. Uh, Latias is the other uh, one. Uh, Togekiss. So those two allow me to just, you know, explore the skies and fly wherever I want to, which is quite nice. Um, funnily enough, one of one. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this. One of my favorite Pokemon is actually Go Goat. Funnily enough, I I love its simplicity, its design. Uh, the first time I played X and Y, I I had a Go Go and Horn Leech carried me through that game. It's a busted move. Love Go Go. Um, and then another favorite that I have absolutely fallen in love with in this generation, Tinkerton. I love its typing. I love its sprite. The fact that it literally, like, basically hunts um, Corviknight out of the sky. It's just fantastic. Like, when I, <laughs> discovering that was was just fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, and I've used it in two playthroughs now of Scarlet and Violet. Uh, and it's just 
an absolute powerhouse of a mon that can hit hard but also take a lot of damage and has a lot of diversity. I absolutely, absolutely love it. If you've got a nice comment, team. thank you very much. If you've got a comment or question, you can reach us by leaving a comment on our podcast on YouTube, by emailing goldenrodpod at gmail.com, or by leaving it on our Discord channel. It's that time again. What have you got coming up, Connor? Uh, I am currently working on a video. Well, actually, I'm I'm editing down a stream that I did uh, called I Was Wrong, where I go back and look at, um, well, at, at the time during the stream, I went back and looked at all the speculation videos that I did um, leading up to Scarlet and Violet. But the cut down video will just be the main one. The uh, what the hell happened to make my video not too soon happen? Why was I wrong? How did that happen? So wow. Just, just okay. a little bit of in-depth okay. uh, breakdown of that. I'm looking forward to, to that. I have, I, I've actually been chipping away at that the live stream. Because it's like, mm -hmm. what, three hours long? Yeah, no, it um, was. <laughs> so I'm like, every now and again, I'm just like, right, I'll I'll chip away at it. <laughs> I, I, did, I did initially try and like cut all of the videos down to be like, oh, yeah, we'll just release this as one. And I took a three hour video and made it like an hour long. Yeah. And I realized, yeah, nobody's going to watch that. Let's just let's just do the bit that people actually want. And do the final 20 minutes. It's definitely a good live stream, though, to just to watch you back and like, you know, acknowledge when you're wrong, but also acknowledge where like you were wrong for the right reasons if yeah. that makes sense where like all the evidence was pointing to the conclusion you came to and it's just unfortunate that that game freak maybe didn't put enough effort or as much thought in i as, I, as... I still stand by the point with that graphi video that they they told us we were going to have pokemon interacting in the wild and they yes. didn't give it and they didn't deliver unfortunately but what you got going on uh, so I, I know I know this is probably a running joke <laughs> by now. Um, my <laughs> first challenge video, Scarlet and Violet, done and dusted on my YouTube channel. It's not live yet though because I need content for when my series with British finishes, which probably finishes in about two weeks. So you haven't got that long to wait. You haven't got that long to wait. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. It's uh, it is in my opinion my best challenge video yet in terms of humor presentation um and challenge to be quite honest with you so i'm well looking forward to seeing what people think of it um does that mean you're already working on the next challenge video i am yes that's, fantastic that's all i've got to say but i have kind of realized that scarlet and violet is the most difficult pokemon game yet and i need to pivot with my challenge videos to do something this isn't so time consuming to be quite honest with you because it is a difficult game to play is it, it just out of interest yeah. is the team star basis the hardest part um because they straight up cheat so yes so the the earlier uh team star bases the the ones that are lower levels are are quite easy because you can over level and you can um you know, you've only got to beat two to three Pokemon, typically. The the final two Team Star bases, so um, Ares and I think Ortegas off the top of my head, so the Fairy and Fighting Ones, mm -hmm. just they they do flat out cheat with moves like um, Sucker Punch and the AI kind of knowing what you are doing before, like after right. you've clicked it, and the AI changing at times based on like what you like they know what input you've done 
and it's pretty obvious that they know what input you've done because of what wow. they then do as a result to the point where it's like okay there is no way you should have been able to predict i was going to do that and i think one thing that this has made me realize is that they really have tweaked the AI. You know, in the in past Pokemon games where, okay, one hit and I'm out and then they use Leer or they, you know, they do something that's, okay, you you should have gone in for the kill there. There's none of that in Scarlet and Violet. If, if they will knock you out, even as early as the first and second gym, so the bug and grass gym, they will go for the kill shot if they can, which has made it really difficult where there are certain battles where, you invest so long you get to the final the final pokemon and you come so close on a good run and you have to restart and you can't <sighs> you can't get that good run again it's 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 such a good it was such it was so much fun to play scarlet and violet this way um but i can't see myself doing it very often because of how much time you have to put in makes sense also next week is our review time one year on from Legends oh, Arceus? So I hope yes. you played it. So uh, I have been chipping away at it. I need to. I'm probably just going to watch a let's play for the story. I think. Um, actually, I'll probably just go back and watch my old live streams. Um, and just to re- just to remind myself of the story, I'm pretty because I played so much of it and so much of it recently. The the main parts of the game that you can like the replayability. I've got that nailed. I know what I want to say and I know what I want to discuss. The story, I remember segments of it, but I need to go back and and, and refresh. But I'm 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 probably more excited to review that than Scarlet and Violet. I know that sounds strange, but I'm looking forward to finally being able to talk about this game in like in depth, which I I've... In 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 context of yes. the new games having yes. come out as well. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. And that's the show for this week. If you've gotten this far, you're just a top dollar, aren't you? Connor, where can we find you? You can find me on my YouTube channel at Captain Fidget or on Twitter at CapFidget. And I'm Ben. You can find me as Professor Hoenn Gaming on YouTube and Professor Hoenn on Twitter and Twitch. As for the Golden Rod Podcast, you can find us on the usual platforms. Search for Golden Rod Podcast on YouTube or on your usual podcast app. Leave a like on YouTube or a five-star review if you're listening as a podcast. We'll be back next Friday for another week of Pokemon Podcast content. See ya! See ya!